Hello, and welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Shuck. Whether you're going for that next promotion, looking for a job, or making a career pivot, I'll teach you how to navigate it all so you can have the career you want. Welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast, episode 19. our conversations about how to get from here to there, how to go from a job you don't like very much to a job you love, how to go from unemployed to employed, how to go from where you are now to the role you really want for yourself, giving yourself that promotion. One of the gateways is interviews. And I know that most people really don't like that part of the process. It feels like you have got to go in there and convince somebody of your of your worth, of your skills, all of it. It's it is interesting that while we are so good, maybe certainly even those of you who are more introverted in social situations still have most of the time a tight-knit group of people who you are very comfortable having a conversation with. And trust me, even if you're an extrovert, even if you are a salesperson, a sales rep, account manager who makes hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, you're not always comfortable in interviews either because now the product that you're selling is yourself. And that just feels different somehow. feels different marketing yourself than marketing the product or the service um, that your company offers. So why does it feel so weird? And how can you have better energy going into an interview. Because as I've maybe mentioned before, a sale is nothing more than a transfer of enthusiasm and belief. And when you're in an interview, you are making a sale. You are marketing yourself. I have a course on Teachable called How to Market Yourself to Get the Job. Sidebar, listen, this is a very affordable course, and it's going to take you through the principles that I believe as a marketer in my corporate career, why people buy things is the same reason why people get hired. So I want you to check out the course because it will be something that changes your mindset around your message, your personal marketing message in these very important conversations that you're having. But I want to talk about today this energy. What is the energy that comes with enthusiasm and belief that you can transfer to someone else? And where, what place do you need to be in to make that transfer possible? Well, one of the things that I really believe 
about doing well in an interview is being intentional in your thinking. What you think going into an interview makes all the difference in the world. Here's an example. Lots of people feel like an interview is an interrogation, that they're going to ask you all these questions and, oh my gosh, you better be prepared and have all the answers. And if you didn't listen to last week's episode, go back and listen and look at the show notes because I've got some really great interview preparation worksheets back there that you can download that are going to help you feel more empowered going into an interview. But why do I want you to be intentional about your thinking? Because the context of an interview doesn't have to be you being submissive to the person that's interviewing you. Imagine this. You are at work. You are working from your home office. You're in the building. There's situations in your past sitting at your desk where you got a phone call. You were walking by a conference room. And somebody popped their head out, they picked up the phone and called you, but the gist of it was, hey, we're having a meeting. I think that you have something to offer. I think that we could really benefit from having you in this conversation. Do you mind popping over for a few minutes? What would your response be? I bet it would be, oh, wow, that's interesting. You'd be curious. You would not know what the meeting was about. You would have no idea what questions they were going to ask you, and you would not have had any time to prepare, but you would show up, and you would show up with curiosity and intrigue because you were invited to the conversation. So they must have some sense that you have value to add because you were invited This is exactly what's happening in an interview. If the recruiter found you on LinkedIn and invited you to a call, they saw something of value in you. They saw something about you that resonated with the job description. And they have a a purpose. It's an invitation to a conversation. So you can go in with that exact frame of mind. You can transplant those thoughts, the thoughts you were having when someone invited you to this to this ad hoc situation where you had no clue what you were walking into. You could have that same energy, that same posture, that same poise, that same curiosity going into an interview. Here's one of the tricks that I recommend that you use. What were you thinking when that happened? In fact, what were you thinking the last time you felt confident? What were you thinking the last time you felt at ease? What were you thinking the last time you felt sufficient? the last time that you felt you had something to offer, the last time you felt like, oh my gosh, I can help, right? What were you thinking in those circumstances? Dig up those circumstances and reverse engineer it back. The last time you felt amazing going into a conversation with someone 
What were you thinking? Because here's the trick. Your brain doesn't know the difference between that conversation and the interview. So you can hack your brain and say, you know, I'm just going to transplant those thoughts and those feelings into this situation in response to the circumstance of an interview, just like you had those thoughts and feelings in response to some other circumstance. You didn't feel confident just out of the blue. You felt confident because of something you were thinking about yourself. Find that thought and apply it to this new context, the context of an interview. I'll share something about me. One of the thoughts that always works for me, and I I tell you this because it doesn't have to be difficult. You don't have to think something super sophisticated to get yourself into that mode. For me, kind of have to think something's going to be fun to feel good about it. If it's not going to be fun, then I'm I'm not going to be that interested. So one of the things I used to think going into interviews is, wow, this is going to be fun. I'm going to learn something about this company. I'm going to find out if it's a good fit for me. I'm going to meet somebody. I'm going to learn about someone else's business. Now that's a cool takeaway because I love business. This will be really interesting to learn something about another industry, another business, another person. So for me, it was fun. If I tell myself it's going to be fun, then the feelings that come up for me are anticipation and curiosity and a little bit of wonder. I don't know what that thought is for you, but pick the thought that creates the feelings that get you feeling better about having that conversation. This is an invitation. This is not an interrogation. Here's another tip for how to make energy work for you in an interview. When you first start that conversation, whether it's in person, um, virtual, or by phone, take just a brief, brief moment and gauge what the other person's energy is. Here's why that's so important is because if you're a super high energy person and the other person is more of a laid back, low key energy, then your super high energy might be distracting for them. It might be draining for them, right? What if that person is more of an introvert? And this is is a big step for them (laughs) to be even doing interviews. Then you being sensitive to that And you making an adjustment to that is going to help you control the energy in that conversation. So if someone is low key, if they're very grounded in their energy, I want you to be only one step above their energy. This will keep them engaged, but it won't be overwhelming to them. But they will be tracking with you as you lead that energy. If the person that you're talking with is very high energy, very fa- talks very fast, and they're way up there, then your goal will be to one be one step below their energy. That is your way to control the energy in the conversation because now you're the grounding force. Now you're keeping them engaged and keeping them from getting distracted the way sometimes high energy goes 
And it's your way of continuing to keep them participating in a way that will resonate. So what I'm getting at here is you controlling your energy so that you are the most powerful energy in the room. And the most powerful energy isn't necessarily the most explosive energy. It's the energy that is a thermostat. It's the energy that's bringing everything else into the room into alignment. You ever been in a meeting where somebody comes in and what was really kind of boring and nothing's happening and someone comes in and suddenly there's lightness and energy and positivity in the room? It's because that person's a thermostat. You can be a thermostat too. You can be the person that raises up a a low-key person to one step up to keep them engaged. And you're also the person that can ground a super high energy person so that they're listening to you and they're focused on you. Such a great way to do it. So be in control of your interview energy by first taking control of your own thoughts, being intentional. Think the thoughts that you know are proven to get you into the place you want to be in an interview, which is confidence, which is ease, which is curiosity, first and foremost. And then be the most powerful energy in the room by adjusting yourself to the energy level of the other person. Now you've got some stuff happening. Now you have more control of where that conversation goes. Never forget that you were invited. Therefore, you are meant to be there. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk again soon. Hey, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, you have to come check out my Love Your Work Life programs on Teachable. You can choose from on-demand courses or personalized one-on-one coaching with me. We take all of this material and apply it so that you can live it and create the career you want. Because when you love your work life, all the other parts of life get better too. So go to Love Your Work Life Teachable as search terms or love-your-work-life.teachable.com. I will see you there.